Last year, the Earth Power Team bested the litterbug. This year, Mrs. Lyons' talented and gifted science students are back, and so is an ever-growing threat to the world around them. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Earth Day is here. Happy Earth Day. Let's celebrate our home and Mother Nature by thinking about things we can do to help better the world around us. Like many of you, probably most of you, listeners, students at Splendid Elementary are working remotely from home. This includes Mrs. Lyons' Earth Power Team students that group of scientifically gifted boys and girls dedicated to saving the planet. You met them last year. Episode 32. Sometimes they save the planet quite literally in battles against the likes of the litterbug. Also, they helped save the day when it came from the splendid wetlands. Episode 48. Well, they are back. Every day is Earth Day, too. Since we last visited our Earth Power Team students, they have formed the Go Go Green Machine, a community-wide initiative to clean up. You may have seen the Earth Power Team members, Evan, Angel, Robert, Troy, Hannah, Pedro, Odetta, Wesley, Eva, and Rainbow, decked head to toe, in flashy, slick, green, superhero-like outfits, doing good deeds all about town, and working to educate men and women of all ages all around. Additionally, with the help of computer whiz kids Tanner and Max, the Earth Power Team has developed sophisticated recycle bots. They're really cool. The recycle robots, the cornerstone, really, of the go-go green machine movement, require a member of the Earth Power Team to operate them, or to, to drive them, or fly them about, directing them all over town toward areas in need of recycling power. So if you see an elementary school student dressed up in all green like a superhero, uh, driving or flying an equally green and completely eco-friendly robot all about town, have no fear. It just means the Earth power team is near. In related news, Mrs. Lyon has recently divided the Earth power team up into five groups of two each, each one with a specific research project and mission to save Earth. Evan and Angel have been working together podcasting, encouraging simple things like hikes, taking walks outside, or just stepping out, taking a breath of fresh air, but also to look at the world around take in its beautiful sights, its aromas, to feel the wind against our face. Especially now, we've all been cooped up inside for so long. It's important to get out and get a bit of sun if you can, and if you can do it in a way where you're still staying safe and social distancing. We took Evan and Angel's suggestions to heart and put them to action. There's a path near our home. It runs alongside the river, 
and we often take family walks there. We even ran a virtual 5K there last month. Not many in the area take advantage of the path, so we're able to maintain our distance from others quite easily, effectively. Robert and Troy have been making videos focused on getting everyone to make art or do some type of project with trash. We actually did this a while back, shortly after the toilet paper giant struck Splendid Elementary. I've told you that story, at least one of the toilet paper giant stories. A villain that seems all the much more relevant today. Anyway, after the kids' superheroes were victorious against the TPG, we had an excess of trash, particularly toilet paper rolls, and we used those toilet paper rolls to make bird feeders. If you have any spare toilet paper rolls around, grab one and get a parent to help you roll it in peanut butter and bird seed. And if you have any, attach a string securely to one side and hang it from a tree outside. You'll make birds in your neighborhood very happy indeed. Group number three is made up of Hannah and Pedro. Their project for the Earth Power Team involves planting flowers or vegetables. And that's one of my favorite springtime activities. Planting a tree is a great way to help the Earth, too. Odetta and Wesley focus on inspiring others to drive less to reduce pollution. No problem there. I think a lot of us have slowed our driving habits considerably in the past month. If you can walk or bike, do it. I know the folks at Jeff's Bike Shop would agree. Walking, biking, it's healthier for you and for the Earth. Not to mention that less pollution makes it harder for supervillains like the smog monster, to proliferate. I'll tell you all about supervillain, the smog monster, one of these days. Finally, Eva and Rainbow are of the same mind when it comes to picking up trash in the neighborhood. There's nothing supervillains like the litterbug hate more than a kid and their guardians or friends with bags of trash in tow and an hour or so of spare time just walking around and disposing of plastic waste, fast food wrappers, cigarette butts, bottles, and more. It can be a fun family activity, and you'll be doing something very specific to make your neighborhood, community, and whole world cleaner and healthier. Of course, it's when we don't pick up all that trash that problems can occur. Last year's Earth Day special focused on the Earth Power Team taking down the litter bug. But what happens when all of that litter that villains like him leave behind is left to its own devices? What happens when we can't pick it all up, clean it fast enough? That is when the Earth Power Team's most prolific nemesis is born. That is when Plastic Man strikes. Mrs. Lyon had been warning the Earth Power Team about Plastic Man for some time now. Plastic Man is a monstrous combination of plastic garbage, pop bottles, water bottles, grocery bags, straws, lids, and too much more that pollutes the banks of the nearby Ohio River. One milk jug is bad enough, one pop bottle too many, but when hundreds, nay thousands, band together, Horror is in store. Plastic Man emerged as a gross green, brown, white, but mostly twisted, clear plastic monster 
some two stories high, stomping its way from its birthplace on the riverbank to a helpless nearby elementary school. You know it as Splendid Elementary. This was weeks ago before school was out on an unseasonably warm late winter, early spring day, and the playground at Splendid was filled with young ones rejoicing, playing. Their sounds of joy soon replaced with screams of terror. That is when the Earth Power Team was called to action. Plastic Man stood tall on the Splendid playground, yelling, stomping, and dropping plastic waste with each and every step. He was suddenly surrounded by five Earth Power Team members, decked out in those cool go-go green superhero outfits, while the other five quickly worked to collect Plastic Man's droppings and mitigate his damage. The five that surrounded Plastic Man were no match, though, all quickly pushed aside as the hideous pollutant monster moved on closer to the school. Five is not enough. All ten of us are going to have to work together, Evan pleaded to his classmates. All ten Earth Power Team students from Splendid Elementary surrounded Plastic Man, attempting to halt his progress. Ten was simply not enough. Plastic Man again, the victor. Plastic Man began its assault on the school, seemingly intent on pulverizing it to bits. That their teacher, Mrs. Lion, could literally transform into an actual lion was not as much of a help this time around as it had been with their previous adventures. As she clawed at the hard, artificial beast, large chunks of bottles and plastic containers and bags fell to the ground, only to be quickly replaced, replenished, by the large number of plastic trash, waste, litter that this monster had collected. It is too strong, Odetta warned. We need to break out the recycle bots, Rainbow insisted. Each Earth Power Team student manned their particular recycle bot and set to attack Plastic Man. Five stayed grounded, while five took to the air, and while they did some damage, reducing Plastic Man's size by nearly half, as they collected plastic trash every which way, the ten-on-one matchup with the go-go green machines, the recycle bots, was still not quite strong enough. What would they do? Computer whiz kid Tanner appeared, putting his own life at risk to deliver an important message to the Earth Power Team. It's time, he screamed. Max, fellow computer whiz kid suddenly at his side, followed up. Time to activate the Go Go Green program. Wesley wasn't sure. We've never tried that before. We've only talked about it. Tanner retorted, you got a better idea? That is when the ten Earth Power Team recycle bots all banded together. Like the GoBots renegade robot, Voltron, Power Rangers, all inspiration for Tanner's Go Go Green program. The ten 
formed together into one giant recycle bot. A special creation Tanner had invented as a last resort for just this type of emergency. And if you live in Splendid, and if you go to Splendid Elementary, you know to be prepared, even for a worst-case scenario that may involve the school being attacked by some sort of supervillain or destructive gigantic beast. I mean, it's the third time this year. Go, go, Green Machine! The ten Earth Power Team members shouted in unison as their ten separate recycle robots formed one giant go-go green machine beast. One that Plastic Man, thankfully, could not topple. They battled from one end of the playground to another. In front of the school. In back of the school. Over school bus and under swing set. And within minutes... There was none of Plastic Man left at all. The go-go green machine made sure of that, recycling every single inch of that monster. Thankfully, the damage to the school was minimal. Before you know it, all will be back to normal at Splendid Elementary and everywhere. Just you wait. Thank you, Mrs. Lion. Thank you, Earth Power Team. And thank you, Computer Whiz Kids Tanner and Max. Take care of yourself, young ones. And take care of the Earth. It's the only planet we've got, after all. We have to take good care of it. That's all for this week. We'll be back in May with three brand new episodes, including The Legend of the Hidden Toby. And a trip back to the 1980s to finish a time-traveling teen story that we began back in February, over President's Day weekend. Episode 70. It's our most listened-to show of the year so far, so it is imperative that we revisit the T4 group from McFly Middle School and come up with a plan to blast back to the 80s to save our lost, stranded, time-traveling teen. Also in May, the great, splendid prison escape threatens much of what you have come to know and love about our little town. Just think about all the villains that have been locked up at the hands of the kids' superheroes. Can you imagine the disaster that would ensue if they all broke out at the same time? I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, but summer is right around the corner, and I have some exciting kids superheroes to tell you about in summer 2020. I have yet to share stories of the kids superheroes at McFly Middle School. Soon I'll tell you the tale of Breaker, Breakout, and The Breakfast Express. Fans of breakdancing, comic books, and breakfast will enjoy. Thanks for listening this week. Have a wild and wonderful week, listeners. And be good to each other. Happy Earth Day! Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. 
I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a tree or a shrub. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Thank you.